It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A -a one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Codsloop Podcast, episode I think, 156 of the Codsloop Podcast. I'm not used to it not being up there on top left. I am Dolan Lark, a boy tank on Twitter slash X. And I'm here by myself to talk to you about the latest news of Auburn Athletics sitting around the basketball, mostly of this show. Uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor, what is up, man? Thanks for stopping by at the stream. And to start off, we're going to talk about Auburn basketball's huge win over the Ole Miss Rebels yesterday. They won by 23 points and 82-59 shellacking. Uh, that's my favorite word to say. Hey, Teresa, how are you doing? Uh, I don't plan to keep you all too long because there is a divisional playoff game going on right now between the Chiefs and the Bills that I will be keeping an eye on. Chris, what's going on, my man? Uh, but start off, Auburn basketball won by 23 points against the Allen, Allen Flanagan-led Ole Miss Rebels, who led them in points and was the only Rebel to get over uh, nine points, reach a double-digit category. But Auburn had three of those, and Janai Broom and Jalen Williams, who put up 13 points, and then Dylan Cardwell, back-to-back games of 12 points from Cardwell. Habersham, Jim, War Eagle to you as well. 
Uh, but going through, uh, Auburn hit on all cylinders last night against all Miss Rebels. Uh, it shot 90% from the free throw line, something that is completely unheard of from an Auburn basketball team, uh, especially the one from this year. I, it just seemed like Auburn just could never hit those. And now 10 for 11, only one miss coming from Leor Berman, who Leor Berman, by the way, showed out. Uh, on defense. I, he locked down Alan Flanagan every time he was put up against him. And Haber, yes, you're not wrong. Women also won for the first time since 2019 against Alabama. So we'll talk about that in just a little bit. But to get through this, uh, this was just an all-around great game for the Auburn Tigers. I mean, Aiden Holloway put up nine points. Uh, the three-point shooting wasn't bad. Uh, you, of course, you had 44%, which you could you, you would kill for that on any given night. Uh, Auburn just found a way to just get the ball in the hoop every time or not every time, but most of the time uh, over half of their shots went in. Uh, Chad Baker Mazzara had another weekend where he did not score double digit points, but it seems that this team just got, just overcomes it every single time. Uh, It seems that this team is now becoming more of a team. Uh, Every, every single person on this, uh, on this Auburn Tiger basketball team loves each other. This is probably one of the most unified teams I think we have seen. Uh, under uh, since I, I want to say it was 2019 team and I don't want to get too you know uh bug with with those comparisons but it just seems like Chad Baker Mazzara looked at Bruce Pearl and told him to keep Leor Berman in for the fi- final minutes of that half just because of how good he was playing he's like I don't need the minutes let let my let my team go out there and cook you know and that's just the kind of stuff that you want uh Ole Miss stuffed in a locker twice this weekend absolutely delicious <laughs> Did they lose the women's basketball too? I didn't catch the women's basketball. I only paid attention to the Auburn ones. Uh, but this this team is finally playing at a level to where we are starting to get worried if if it's too good to be not too good to be true, but if if they can maintain it throughout the remainder of the season. And yes, there are a lot of games between now and the SEC tournament. And there's a lot of games between SEC tournament and the NCAA tournament. So not to look too far ahead, but. We've seen this time and time again with with good college basketball teams in the regular season. They'd start off so well, and then it just falls off in the end. But a lot of those teams didn't have a 10-man roster to go into every game with. And in some instances, Auburn has times where they have 11 guys who can go in there. And, I mean, we're looking at guys like Chaney Johnson, who put in 18 minutes, uh, who – who balled out he had Cheney Johnson in the game that we finally me and Tar talked about this during the during the game that that finally looked like Cheney Johnson was getting comfortable he scored six points off of uh, four field goal attempts I uh, also had five rebounds he had two assists he had a block at the end of the game which uh, a Darren Scott absolutely balled out in the last minute might be the best minute a walk-ons ever had in in Auburn basketball history because I because what it seems to be is uh, I think I think that the I think Neville Arena was the loudest it's ever been ever since that the last I've ever seen it was against Alabama in 2019. Uh, one of the walk-ons went in. I'm trying to remember exactly who it was. Went in and scored the hundredth point off of a three that he just banged in against Alabama in that blowout win. Uh, but it was just all all cylinders were clicking. Every single Tiger who played meaningful minutes that took a shot scored. All ten players scored a point, and then you have a Darren Scott who got in at the last minute, put in, got 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 himself a two pointer, and then uh, Jalen Harper uh, was not able to get his one shot in. But after after Jalen Harper, every single Tiger who attempted a shot made it in. 
and I see not talking about Knicks. Kiffin won. Oh, Knicks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We are we are all happy about uh, Derek Knicks. His recruiting is absolutely ridiculous, and I cannot wait to see what he brings to the Tigers. Uh, but, yeah, Kentucky, Tennessee are teams I'm worried about uh, looking down the line. I do think Auburn's roster helps in those, in, in those categories because I do think Auburn – does have a very, very deep roster that you're not, we're not really used to seeing. I mean, we had, we don't have a single player on this team that's averaging more than I think 28 minutes. And that's, that's just a lot. Cause I mean, I last year, uh, Janai Broom was playing almost the whole game. And the previous year before that, you had Bari and Walker playing it all the way. And Auburn's now getting ready for a Wednesday night meet. Uh, we'll preview that on the Tuesday show uh, against Alabama, but this basketball team is just absolutely ridiculous. And, just to watch them play and watch where, where they are. And I, I don't think, and again, I'm going to say this, and this might be a quote graphic on uh, on Twitter tomorrow. This might be the most unified Bruce Pearl team we've ever seen. Because uh, you don't you don't see this from, from most of the teams. And that's why I think that this level of play is easier to stay than, than other teams. Because uh, I know Auburn right now is number 13 in the country, which I know <laughs> me and Tar have different, differing opinions on where Auburn should be ranked. Uh, he is A-OK with Auburn being underrated. Uh, I am fully on board with us getting uh, Auburn getting the ranking that they so deserve. Uh, that's what I'm fully on board with. And with the few top 10 teams losing this weekend, that definitely helps. Uh, so the AP poll, I think it comes out tomorrow, maybe. Uh, I think it's going to be way different. It's going to be in the top 10, or at least it should be with the level of all. Because I think it's, what, 10 games in a row by double-digit points? Or at least every single win this season has been by double-digit points? Uh, something crazy like that that you're seeing for the first time. Uh, not for the first time, I don't say that. But seeing it's a rare occasion to see a team do and come out every game and just be absolutely just balling out all cylinders. And if one level of the game is not working, the other uh, there's another one that's working tremendously well. We're watching the best version of Dylan Cardwell I've ever seen, and I'm just going to say hot take, hot take. Dylan Cardwell might be a top three center that Bruce Pearl's ever coached uh, at the level he's playing right now. And I don't want to, like, I'm going to knock on wood in case anything were to happen, uh, but this is going to be... I think Dylan Cardwell has developed very, very nicely into a established piece onto this team. And someone, I heard someone say he's another, you know, eligibility, which would be awesome. Uh, but I don't think he does. I do think he's, unless I guess COVID year, maybe, uh, unless he, I don't know if he was here or not. Cause I think he's, he's a senior that he just graduated. He might have another year. I don't think he does. Uh, but if someone wants to check me on that, that'd be awesome. Uh, Cause I don't, eligibilities are now just a, thing i'm not too far aware of ever since the covid happened uh and just absolutely just threw the inside play for a loop on on eligibility but uh but see, but seeing this level of play from the entire rotation is just awesome uh and he's bringing it bringing a good uh message to everyone that spells their name dylan correctly uh d-y-l-e-n is the only correct way to spell dylan uh and dylan cardwell playing at a high level proves that uh if you spell your name like that that means that you are going to ball out back to back games for Dylan Cardwell scoring 12 points, his career high and tied his career high within just a few days of each other. Uh, but Tim Tolman Taylor says for sure. I think we'll be fine though. Wednesday will be an all timer. Bama tickets normally go for less than a big bag, but they're $60 for the Auburn game from what I've heard. Yeah. From what I've been seeing, uh, Auburn fans are pretty uh, diligent on the pack 
the airplane hangar that's been going on. I know, I know that I was asked if I wanted to go, but I do work in the education system. So me going to all the way up to Tuscaloosa uh, for a 6.30 tip and then driving all the way back that same night, the waking up at six in the morning uh, would not be very, very good for my uh, mental health, I will say, <laughs> or just my uh, physical appearance as well, going into, going into the school. Uh, but I, and I, this is, if you want to see all play Alabama, I think this part, and you're wanting to save a little bit of money because I know the Auburn Alabama game and I think it's Iron, Iron Bowl of basketball. I don't know why I'm so called Auburn Alabama, but Iron Bowl of basketball in Neville arena is going to be like 160 bucks. Uh, so if you want to see an Auburn, if you want to see the Iron Bowl of basketball and you want to watch it in an airplane hangar with some nice acoustics, uh, 60 bucks, you can go to Tuscaloosa and pack the, pack the airplane hangar. Uh, and it'll be a fun, fun game. I do think Auburn matches up pretty, pretty well. And it'll be a first real test. Uh, I don't want to say it like that, but first true test of a team that I think we've seen the, like the best of, uh, I do want to say Ole Miss, not the best team in the world. Uh, definitely a team I thought was fraudulent from the get go. Uh, and, and that was evident from the fact that they were on a two game skid in the sec. Uh, I believe and losing to like, I think LSU and, Texas A&M, I think. Or not Texas A&M. Was it Tennessee or Texas A&M? I'm going to look that up while I'm talking and jibber-jabbering. Uh, Tennessee, yeah. There we go. So, yeah. Uh, and Dylan is a machine. Stock on Dylan is going through the roof, as is he. Uh, UK, 10, Auburn are at the top. I'm concerned about Bama because they want to rebound after it from their loss. Yeah, them losing by 20 hurts. Uh, not in the sense of me watching them lose by 20, but more or less. I never want to play an Alabama team after a loss like that. Uh, and I say, th- I feel this in football too. I like, I don't like Auburn. I like Alabama playing Al- Al- Oklahoma the week prior to the iron bowl. Cause I don't want Oklahoma to kind of do something stupid or not do something stupid, but get, get the, get a huge win. And then Alabama comes in the iron bowl with something to prove. Uh, I, I do think Auburn does match up very well uh, in, in terms of, I think position, position wise, I think a lot of his arrows faced Auburn. Or, yeah, I, I think a lot of those positioners face towards Auburn and, and that meet. And, and I think with Janai Broom, Dylan Cardwell coming in, you're not really skipping a beat. That really helps because if you have a big man in the paint and then you your backup is just as good, or I don't want to say just as good, but playing at a consistent high level that you're not missing a big man at any point in the game. And, of course, you have Jalen Williams, who is absolutely balling out uh, every single game he stepped on the court. Uh, he, he switched on a motor, uh, halfway through this se- the season already and turned, turned over. And, uh, I've heard people talk about him being a potential SEC player of the year candidate. And I completely understand that he, he's had what two perfect games this year. Uh, it, it's just absolutely ridiculous to watch what Jalen Williams can do, uh, and being an offensive weapon that he is. And then of course, and this is the first time in a while, Jalen Williams didn't really light up the scoreboard, uh, because everyone else was doing that for him. He, he didn't have to take over. Uh, in a game like this, uh, Jani Brooms, Jalen Williams kind of put 13 points. And Dylan Coro again, just putting uh, putting on a show. And then, of course, Ch- the Chaney Johnson appearance uh, was a great, great thing to watch. Uh, it, it, this is just – this might be one of the best teams I've watched thus far. But, again, that we're only two, five games in the conference schedule uh, and not really played a – uh, what, what's the a quad one team yet or beating a quad one team yet. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how this game goes on. 
uh, team goes on uh, into the Iron Bowl. I I am thinking I'm leaning Auburn right now. And by leaning, I mean I'm going to pick Auburn on, on Tuesday. Uh, I don't know what my score is going to be quite yet. I don't know if I'm going to go the whole 10-point win or 15-point win. Uh, it could be less, very much less. Uh, but I, I do think that Auburn's going into that Iron Bowl with a lot of steam and a lot of momentum. And all they have to do, winning winning away is a huge task in the SEC. And with Auburn at such a grandstanding in, in where they are and how they're playing and the fact that they're 10 deep and all 10 of those guys are willing to give up minutes for the other guys, that's that's huge, uh, especially because you don't get a lot of teams that are 10 deep in, bat, in college basketball. Uh, I, I remember Gonzaga went, I think, last year. Uh, they only had like five, and people were like t- taking them to that championship, and they they can't because no one's no one's no one's getting a break. But now you have Auburn right now, who Aiden Holloway, if he gets tired, uh, he can get a break, and Trey Donaldson comes in. Now you have a a great facilitator who can also shoot the rock if he needs to. And of course, if like Jalen Williams gets tired, Simo gets tired, you have Chad Baker Mazar to come in, you have Cheney Johnson to come in, and you have Katie Johnson to take over Denver Jones. I mean, no one on this team can get tired or will will stay tired the entire game. They are going to have a chance to take a break and the team will not skip a beat. And that's something that's awesome to see. And I do hope that it maintains itself throughout the remainder of the season because that would just be – this team could do something very special. Uh, I know Tar, I think, talked about his his ceiling hasn't really changed because I think he said Sweet 16 or Nipsey Elite 8. I do think this team, if they continue this level of play, and I will knock on wood for all the superstitious people out there, the superstitious people out there, if this team continues this level of play throughout the remainder of the SEC Conference play, this could be uh, an elite, well, elite eight caliber team, but also could be a team that could make some do some damage uh, in the NCAA tournament. Uh, I don't want to get any more jinxy than that because I know Auburn basketball already tried that on Twitter. Uh, if you had not seen that post already, uh, but it is worth mentioning that now to shift over from men's basketball to women's basketball. Auburn women's basketball beat the Alabama Crimson Tide for the first time since 2019, 78 to 65 in Neville Arena in a, another huge, envi- another great environment. Put uh, the jungle. They had the they had the fear the jungle banner up in the in the student section. It was just a fun time from all the clubs I've seen. Uh, you got to do the Dixieland delight, the reverse rammer jammer. Uh, it was it was just a fun time. Uh, Neville Arena and back-to-back nights, uh, especially the fact that since 2019, nine games have gone between Auburn's last win and last night, uh, or tonight, sorry. Uh, that is awesome. Coach Jay is doing wonders, and shout out to Daniel Locke because he came out, uh, I think the last uh, women's basketball win, and said that they were going to do the exact same thing. They were going to do this right here. Uh, they did that behind the names of Honest Scott Grayson, who put up 19 points, and Jemiah Mingo Young, who put up 12 points, but also added in nine rebounds, four assists, two steals as well. Just an all-around great effort. Shot 70 or shot 30. Yeah. They did that behind the 17 forced turnovers they forced against Alabama. They drew three. They they made <laughs> Alabama foul three more times. Uh, all around this game was just great. Coach Jay is way ahead of herself in, in this rebuild of a program that was the bottom of the SEC 
Uh, you know, Caitlin Duhon putting up eight. You know, Savannah Scott getting 10 points and five rebounds, finally looking like herself that she looked like in the first couple weeks of the regular season. Taylor Collins putting up six and seven rebounds and three assists, two steals, and one block for Taylor Collins as well. And then the bench came out and no one missed a beat. All but one Tiger, and that's nine out of ten scored against Alabama and a huge win uh, that just just goes to show. Auburn had a lead in this game at the end of the first quarter. It was 22-6. to six. Had it from the jump. So huge shout-out to Coach Jay and Co. Absolutely doing wonders for women's basketball right now and growing the brand. Pack the Nev every time Coach Jay is there. We should have – I don't want to say the same environment, but I would love it if it was the same environment for men's basketball and women's basketball because Coach Jay is doing wonders. Uh, this team has now gotten two huge SEC wins that they should not have gotten. The wins, getting wins they shouldn't get against number seven LSU, and of course against Alabama, and the tougher tough, <laughs> tougher tests ahead uh, this week because or not this week next week, yeah, uh, because they have Georgia and South Carolina next week. So a lot of fun fun games for women's basketball coming up. Uh, and if you're also looking for a fun time. There is Auburn A-Day, who that weekend has been announced thus far. And before I get into that week, I'm going to go ahead and let y'all know. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for listening live, if you are, or listening after, if you are not. Uh, And make sure that if you are, if you're around, uh, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, Leave your thoughts on men's basketball thus far. What is your ceiling? What's your floor? Uh, will Dylan Cardwell break? Will, will Dylan Cardwell keep his streak of 12 point games uh, going into the Alabama game? Uh, so leave those comments below. And of course, make sure to subscribe. We are 8, 741 as it stands right now. Colin still is not allowed to eat until we hit every hundred. So make sure you help him out. And of course, if you're listening, make sure you rate us and follow us on wherever you're listening. Raise five stars, thumbs up, whatever it is. And of course, if you are looking for something, cool or something nice to get because valentine's day is right on quarter james what's up james if you're looking for something very cool james will know about this uh we have a feeling loopy warport sponsored t-shirt for 25 dollars on the warport.com if you want something cool to get your significant other for valentine's day which is right on the corner this is the perfect shirt to get it's comfortable it's the best shirt that they're ever going to wear you know what get one for yourself this shirt's awesome i wear it all the time that's why I'm not wearing it right now. I wore it yesterday, so now it's in the washer, and I'm going to wear it this week. It's a great shirt. Get it. Uh, that's my call to action. And James, James fully agrees. This shirt is extremely comfortable. James, the man himself, James Barnett, understands it well. That shirt is the most comfortable shirt you're ever going to wear. And if you want to make your significant other very happy on Valentine's Day, get them their very own Feeling Loopy War Report sponsored Feeling Loopy t-shirt or College Loop. Or poor sponsor, Phil and shirt. There we go. But yes, Auburn A-Day weekend has been announced. And if you're looking for something fun to do for April 5th through the 7th, you have four sports that you can go and enjoy on that weekend. You have Auburn softball, which I will definitely be there in town for softball. And sorry, if I'm zipping up, unzipping my notebook. So if that's loud, I apologize greatly. Uh, and there we go. Uh, Chris Cosby got a feeling loopy t-shirt waiting on the one that I ordered at work. So there you go. Chris Cosby is also going to be very much enjoying his comfortable feeling loopy, uh, t-shirt that he got himself. So yeah, point my notes, uh, Auburn a day. So tennis is going to be there as well. Auburn baseball also going to be there. 
uh, playing right probably right after the eight game, I believe, because it's going to be. I, I think they're going to schedule the same way they always do. It's going to be uh, football, baseball, softball. That's always how it's been, and that's always fun to go watch and see those uh, the gauntlet, as we call it, uh, because that is a lot of fun. Uh, and it's worth mentioning that that Auburn football a day, which if you're not familiar with the spring games, it's something Auburn puts on every single year. Uh, sometimes they're a lot of fun. Sometimes they're not. Last year's wasn't really all that fun. Uh, if you were there, I was there. Uh, my girlfriend was also there, and she did not enjoy herself very much because of the rain. But the Frank Thomas statue got unveiled, and it did uh, bring up this being sold everywhere, so I was able to get that for Christmas. So that was very cool, the Frank Thomas jersey. Uh, but Auburn A-Day is worth mentioning because it's going to be very important. You're going to have the Hugh Freeze era going into year two. You're going to have new faces on in it, and uh, for the Auburn Tigers. Sorry, I'm tripping over all of my words. Uh, you're going to have Perry Thompson. You're going to have Cam Coleman. Well, not Perry. I don't think you have Perry Thompson. You're going to have Cam Coleman. You're going to have Walker White. You're going to have Bryce Kane. You're going to have Demarcus Riddick. You're going to have name after name after name after name out there. You're going to have Dylan Gentry. You're going to have so many players out there. You're going to have Robert Lewis. You're going to have uh, – I'm forgetting everybody's name now that I'm myself on the spot. Every single transfer has been brought in. You're going to have all the early enrollees. This team is going to look brand new is what I'm getting at. This is going to be a new team from what we've seen last year as the Auburn Tigers are looking to fill the holes that was left in the uh, – as, as players left and as players graduated. But now you're looking at a year where Peyton Thorne is going to be in year two as the Auburn starting quarterback, and I know that for sure because I do not believe Auburn is getting a transfer portal quarterback. I know there are some – I think it was Comfortable Transfer Portal Twitter uh, put out some fake uh, source talking about that Jordan McLeod from JMU was going to transfer in. That was completely false. He even said it himself. He said it was cap. Uh, but, okay, I have three things I want to see from Auburn football in this year's A-Day. And, again, if you plan on going, let us know because we're going to be tweeting out from there uh, saying where we are because I'm definitely going to be there. Tim told me Taylor understand Gentry, another high quality DYLEN Dylan as well. So yeah, support the DYLEN movement. It's the correct way of spelling Dylan. Uh, my first thing I want to see from Auburn at this year's A Day is an improvement from the wide receiver room, which I got to say it's very hard for it to have been much worse. Uh, and I'm doing that uh, begrudgingly because I know that there's probably an option that it could be, but I don't think it will. Because uh, with Cam Coleman coming in, you definitely have a high level of talent. Robert Lewis coming in. Jay Fair remains. So you have some continuity in that wide receiver room with Jay Fair and a few other guys like Camden Brown. Uh, but you're bringing in high-quality players that you needed. Uh, Sam Jackson, the fifth, is coming in at that wide receiver room as well. Uh, and that's all I need to see. Peyton Thorne isn't going to be a guy I'm going to be looking at to see a, to see a lot of like improvement out of him because then again, it's an 8A game. He's not really under any pressure. We're going to have spring practice for. He's going to have some kind of pressure coming in, but you don't want to hit the quarterback. So let's not do that. And it's a see, Chris, I'm glad this cold is making an exit. It's supposed to be rainy in the mid 70s here in the middle of Georgia later in the week. I'd rather it be rainy in 70 than cold, than windy in 25. Uh, that is that is my uh, deal thoughts of the day. Uh, but yeah, improving for the wide receiver room. I, I need to see separation. I need to see route running improvement. I need to see intermediate pa passing because that's not something that we see very often from an Auburn Tiger uh, offense. Uh, it's not something I have seen very much in my 
23 years of being an Auburn, almost 24 years of being an Auburn fan. So you see improvement from the wide receiver room. And that starts with, of course, seeing if Cam Coleman is the truth. And yeah, I am, of course, doing this before spring practice even starts. So I don't want to get like too edgy with my with my things. My second thing, I want to see unity and an inexperienced secondary. We are losing, and I'll get to these two guys in a second, DJ James, Jalen Simpson, Nehemiah Pritchett, and Zion Puckett. Uh, out of the secondary, all going to the NFL draft. Now you're looking at guys like Keontae Scott, who's the only veteran left in the secondary to keep it to move to the outside. You have Kyan Lee returning for his true sophomore year. And of course, you have guys like, good Lord, uh, I'm trying to think of JD Rim returning. You have Laquan Robinson coming in. You have uh, Jaron Thompson from Texas coming in from the transportal. This, uh, this, cornerback room has some veteran leadership but not enough that you want to see from a secondary in the sec jaron thompson of course has a veteran aspect to him because he's played for four years at texas but the first year in the sec which texas now in the sec as well uh but first year at at auburn tiger we need a defense coordinator any intel as far as i know it's just charles johnson i know he's a co but we're still waiting to hear and see where they're going to go there uh i if anything they're probably just make charles johnson the defense coordinator and just move on with that uh, but they are looking for a co, and I've not heard anything uh, on my end. Uh, believe me, if we find out, uh, we'll be the first to mention it, uh, and we'll be talking about it whenever it happens. Uh, but yeah, unity in the secondary, you need experience. And right now, Keontae Scott, Kyan Lee, your only true experience as an Auburn Tiger. J.D. Rim has some, uh, but not a lot of playing time. He's only really gotten in after uh, due to injuries. But now you're looking at those guys. Uh, and going into this season, I mean, this is going to be the true test because we've talked about it all the time. Uh, running back, cornerback, that's that's the two best position Auburn has to offer. And now you have to put make sure you're not putting your foot in your mouth when you say that. So huge, huge game for, for those guys. I know that's going to be battling out between each other, uh, trying to see if the if wide receiver room has improved or defensive back room has improved. So we would see that. As well, my last thing that I have for Auburn's A Day game is, and I know that it might be hard uh, to to. I was kind of debating which side of it I wanted to go on, uh, but I'm going to go with I would need the offensive line to win those battles in the trenches. Uh, last year, the offensive line just was very inconsistent; never really found uh, the momentum they needed. A lot of guys were supposed to be very good, and they weren't. Uh, some of them just didn't work out. Uh, you have guys like Gunnar Britton, who he had a very good season, but he had a lot of plays that just he did not look like he should uh, or that he was. Uh, Avery Jones sadly got hurt, but was having a pretty decent season. Uh, you had Too Tall, who just hasn't really grown to the game yet. He's still working on coming up from the JUCO ranks, and it goes so far. The only offensive lineman that I was not worried about uh, giving up a sack or giving up a block or just messing up anything was Connor Lou, and that's a true freshman I'm talking about. So I really need to see a step up from the offensive line play. Uh, and I think that you get that with some of the transfers coming in and some of the definitely the high schooler coming in, DeAndre Carter, because Auburn just absolutely balled out in getting DeAndre Carter because I definitely think he's going to be a huge, huge pickup uh, for the Tigers whenever he does end up getting playing time. And, of course, you had Percy Lewis from Mississippi State. I do think he's going to be on the offensive line as well. So, yeah. I, I And I, I also would love to see it. The defensive line got, got some pressure. But then again, it's an A-Day game. 
the pressure doesn't really matter because, of course, he can't get sacks. And I've seen players break off of the two-hand touch thing and just rush for 15 yards and count the 15 yards. So uh, I, I just want to see improvement from the offensive line. And I believe every Auburn fan can can believe I believe in that. Uh, let's see. Got, I'm torn between uh, Lane Kiffin's brother and DJ Durkin. Where's Durkin now? I can't – is he – I can't remember exactly where Durkin is right now. I know Kiffin is with his brother. Uh, I just don't want to settle for media, mediocrity again. I, I, I think this. I think Charles Johnson and the staff that he's put together now. Uh, I think it definitely exceeds that of last year's. Uh, I definitely think that going from uh, going from Charles Allen to to from Ron Roberts is an improvement. I because Charles is Charles Kelly. Sorry, is just a better recruiter than Ron was. And I think it's going to mesh well with the players a lot better than Ron Roberts did. And then last few tidbits uh, that are going to get us out of here. Jalen Simpson, DJ James have accepted invitations to the NFL combine. Two of Auburn's best defensive backs last year. Kind of surprised. I didn't hear nothing about Demaya Pritchett uh, getting an invite to the combine, but I definitely think that he should. Uh, and a few of the guys that I, I think there's the only two guys I really expect Auburn to, to, I expect t- people to draft early on, uh, and that pretty much seals the deal right there. Uh, Jalen Simpson, I think, has got a higher chance of getting drafted earlier than DJ James because I think that how the season panned out. Uh, Jalen Simpson definitely let uh, definitely earned that right, uh, led, leading Auburn in interceptions. Had a what a four game stretch where he got an interception in every game. Uh, definitely just balled out, just did everything he could to prove that he. He's a star in, in this in the in this defense and uh, stuck around. I think he well, he had three coaches, three head coaches for Jalen Simpson, uh, and I think ultimately DJ James had three coaches too because he was at Oregon uh, before he transferred to Auburn. Uh, but those two guys definitely have that day day late. I don't know if they want to say late day one, but day two level grades on them. I don't know if any other Tigers get drafted. I know a few other guys like Avery Jones, Gunnar Britton, uh, Shane Hooks. Definitely trying to get looks their way. I just don't think that they can. I think they're going to have to have a really good pro day to do that. Uh, but I, I do think that DJ James, Jalen Simpson, I definitely thought Nehemiah Pritchett deserved a shot. But I, I just don't think we're going to hear a lot of Auburn Tigers get drafted uh, until like the later, later rounds uh, of this year's NFL draft. So it's going to be a lot of fun. If you don't watch the combine, uh, I do. Uh, but I'd be looking. Robert uh, Carolina's going to be looking for a lot of talent in the second round because they gave up a first rounder. Not very happy about that. Still not very happy about that. But as I enjoy watching the combine, and of course we'll have coverage of how those two performed at the combine when it happens. And I believe that is in March. Uh, I don't know the date, but I know it's in March. Uh, and the NFL draft is on the 25th through the 27th, which for the first time in forever. The NFL draft is not on my birthday. So that's huge. And then we also have some gymnastics news. Auburn Gymnastics lost to Florida, number seven Florida, on Friday. Lost 197.325 to 197.025. Lost by 0.3. And it really happened because Auburn struggled at the vault and the bars, which bars was a huge factor in that losing by like 0.2 something. Uh, Auburn just did not have it. Just did not have the unit, the consistency at bars that they've been having. Uh, it just didn't go their way. Uh, and of course, vault has always been an issue. 
Uh, so I'm not really surprised in that score, but I was very surprised that Bars was the second lowest. And uh, and this team, but this team is still doing, uh, getting improved, uh, getting seeing improvement every meet, doing what they do best, which is fighting hard through everything. This team is still a top twenty team in the country. I think they're top. I think they're twelve right now. Uh, Auburn gymnastics is really good. Uh, they're playing in the toughest conference in the country in literally every sport, uh, especially softball going into 2025 or 2024, 2025, next, the next season. That's going to be really tough. Uh, but gymnastics fighting hard, doing what they do best, and can't really ask for much more than that. They're going to – they're and I know it looks tough right now in the, in the box score. Gymnastics is the only sport out of all of them where losing isn't like do or die. I uh, definitely need to see some wins, but I, I think they're doing enough right now to show that they are going to get there. They're just not going to be at the top of the SEC, uh, like with the Floridas and the Kentuckys of the world. Uh, but definitely, definitely seeing improvement every single meet, and that's exactly what Grable wants to see. And the last two tidbits I got to talk about, Maddie Penta by D1 Softball was named a number the number nine player and college softball, absolutely masterclass every time she steps up to the plate or the mound, per se. Uh, Maddie Penta, again, just coming into her last season, I believe, uh, and just going to do what she does best, which is strike out whoever steps up to plate. Uh, she does that every single time. She deserves a, a number nine rate. She deserved pitcher of the year last year, but they did not give it to her. So, uh, Woot just got home from the ladies, whoop Bama's butt. <laughs> Leanne, you are not wrong. That is, it was a huge first time in nine games. But yeah, uh, Auburn softball starting off next month. Auburn baseball starting off next month. So if you got nothing to do uh, for weekends, there are going to be three or six games going on. Uh, if you're lucky, three sometimes. Uh, sadly, my birthday weekend, there's not gonna, softball and baseball going to be out of town. So that sucks. Uh, but yeah, if you're looking for something to do, over the next few months, Auburn softball and Auburn baseball are definitely in season uh, as it stands right now. And the last thing I had to talk about today, Edward Julian named a top 10 second baseman in the MLB a year after getting, or not a year, but this season getting his chance to play from the uh, minor leagues, stepping up and then absolutely balling out every single time he gets on the on the field. Now getting recognized by the MLB as a top 10 second baseman in the MLB. So huge, huge, huge ups for Auburn Tigers and the pros. Uh, and hopefully two more added to the pros level with Jalen Simpson and DJ James getting that combine invite. Uh, and I will say with that, I don't have very much. So if you have any questions about Auburn athletics in general, I'll give a couple minutes uh, and let y'all kind of uh, ask those questions to ask away. But if not, I'll go ahead and let y'all get out of here. And we can go watch the rest of the Chiefs-Bills game, which has the Bills up by four points with six minutes left to go in the first half. So don't got no, nothing to ask or talk about. Any more talking points, I will let y'all go enjoy your evening. So I'll kind of just uh, talk about anything and everything regarding Auburn athletics because we are now 37 minutes in. And Leanne, I was uh, glad you got to see Auburn. That environment happen again. I think were you at the LSU game? I believe you said you were because I know you. I think you have season tickets. Because now you've seen what two huge home environment wins uh, for Auburn for Coach J and Co. Because uh, 
I, that brand is just being grown every single time they step on the on the court together. And that team is just a lot of fun to watch uh, this year. So let's see. Well, uh, with that, I'm just gonna sit there and wait and see if anybody comments or asks a question. Uh, give about a couple more. Uh, but so I'll see. Uh, with I'm gonna go ahead and end the show. I'm Dylan Lark. Everybody, take on Twitter slash X if you're looking for it. It's just right there. Also in the description below, as well as the College Loop Feeling Loopy T-shirt. Uh, follow me. Literally everywhere. That's Twitter and Instagram for me at Will the Tank at Y A B O Y the Tank and Instagram at Dylan Lark at D Y L E M. Don't always spell it L A R C K. And of course, you can find me right here in the College Loop. Like, comment, subscribe. We'll be back on Tuesday to preview Auburn, Alabama, as they prepare for their first their first meet of the season in the airplane hangar in Tuscaloosa. And of course, if you want to follow the follow us on social media, have us on Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, the works, all of those at the college loop that's i don't want to spell that out at the college loop and of course if you're listening on a podcast you and you're listening on spotify app podcast google podcast and amazon music like or favorite or five star thumbs up whatever it is show some love because we'll love you right back and we love talking to y'all and uh all, all that jazz but with all that being said thank y'all for tuning in and this has been the college loop podcast 